Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I want to welcome you back to our savings series, which is really just a quick reintroduction into the world of savings since interest rates have been so high. Uh, Last week was all about CDs. And now this week, let's talk about the money market account. So if you're like me, you've probably never even opened (laughs) this type of savings account because you've thought to yourself, why? (laughs) Why, What's so special about this? Why do I need this? I already got a savings account. And really, they aren't that different from a regular savings account in many ways. Uh, It's an account where you deposit money and then you earn interest. But there are some differences. So let's go over a few. Uh, Number one, it's kind of like a savings checking hybrid account. Uh, You're sometimes given a checkbook and a debit card when you open a money market account. And you're almost never given those options if you have a regular savings account. And just keep in mind, though, that you are limited in the number of times that you can use those checks or that debit card uh, in this money market account. Difference number two, some money market accounts require a minimum balance to open them, which you're seeing less and less when it comes to your regular traditional savings accounts. Difference number three, money market accounts use a tiered interest rate system. And what this means is just that the more money you put into these accounts, the more interest you earn. Uh, some of these money market accounts require tens of thousands of dollars to get their very best rates. So even though some of these accounts offer great interest rates, not everyone is going to get them unless you have enough money in that account. And the final difference is uh, they typically pay higher rates than your traditional savings accounts. But now we're in a world with high yield savings accounts, and this is really changing things because a lot of these high yield accounts have rates that are just as high as the money market accounts they've been advertising. I recently got this message from a listener named Nico on the topic of money market accounts, and this is what he wrote. Hey, Chris, just listen to this week's episode and appreciate the series. I have a money market account at our credit union. We're saving up for a car and using it as a short term place to park the money. At our credit union, the money market account is basically the high yield savings account. And this is a good point. I'm happy Nico brought this up because some banks don't have a, like an official high yield savings account. They don't have it marketed that way. But some use the money market account to act as like that high yield place. It's like where you get the better interest rates. But they do sometimes still come with those same differences and rules that I mentioned uh, around money market accounts. Nico also said a question some folks may have is the difference between a money market account at a credit union or bank versus a money market fund at an investment firm like Schwab, Vanguard, etc. And I think this is a great point to cover. So after a quick break, let's talk about the differences between a money market account and a money market fund. So I feel like in the world of finance, you come across these terms that are kind of similar, but they're kind of different. And this whole money market situation is is one of them. So the money market accounts, which we've been talking about this whole time, they're a type of savings account and they didn't exist before the 80s. They're a product of inflation and bank deregulation. So if we jump back to the late 1970s through the 1980s, inflation was running wild. It was all it was all over the place. Inflation was actually above 13 percent for eight months straight from December of 1979 through to July of 1980. And it reached a peak of 14.8% in March of 1980. So uh, we've had high inflation recently, but this was a whole, whole different type of inflation. But if you go back into the popcorn finance archives, uh, episode 323 is called inflation reaches levels not seen since the 1980s. And I go into more detail about this interest rate environment that existed back then. 
Also, around the same time, banks existed in an environment where they couldn't compete based on interest rates. They were capped at how much that they could offer. I don't know if you've ever seen old ads or old videos uh, from banks that were offering like just like wild stuff whenever you'd open up a bank account. Like, oh, come open a new savings account and we'll give you a toaster. Uh, This is why, because they couldn't really do anything about the interest rates that they were offering. And so for those looking to earn more money on their savings, they ended up turning to money market funds or money market mutual funds. Uh, I did a whole episode on mutual funds. It was episode 97. But let me give you a quick little breakdown here of mutual funds. Uh, They're basically a way of grouping a bunch of different investments, could be stocks, could be bonds, into one easy package that allows you to buy just a piece, a share of this entire pool of investments. Uh, It makes investing really easy and diversification really easy. A money market mutual fund is a specific type of mutual fund that puts the money they receive into short term investments. I'd be things like CDs, government bonds and some other short term debt products that are out there. Uh, And that's why when people put their money into these money market mutual funds or these money market funds, they could earn more interest than their regular savings accounts because they couldn't do that. Those banks couldn't take the money you're depositing in your savings account and invest it in that way. Around the same time, a few other pieces of legislation were introduced. First, there was the Depository Institution Deregulation and Monetary Control Act of 1980. What a name. (laughs) And then we have the Garn St. Germain Depository Institutions Act of 1982. I don't know who's in charge of naming these things, but it's it's a lot. (laughs) And then lastly, uh, there were some changes made to Regulation Q. So together, these three loosened many of the bank regulations that were in place at the time and allowed for higher interest rates to be paid. And they really paved the way for the money market account. So I think that is a great place to stop on today's episode covering money market accounts. If there's any other questions that you have, I know we covered a lot of information, but some more things might have popped up for you. Please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, You can email me at questions at popcornfinance.com or send me a message on Instagram, Popcorn Finance, or on TikTok. I am Popcorn Finance Podcast over there. I'll be back next Tuesday to wrap up the series. This will be our fourth and final episode. And I have a great conversation planned for you all with a special guest who has spent years running banks and he gives some great inside perspective on interest rates from that side of the business, which we often don't get to see. Hope you'll come back and join me for that episode. But until then, as always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it popping like Mary Poppins.